for Barry Maney Hyundai. Call in and see Jasmine or Nathan for a test drive today. It's Limestone Coast Sports Shorts. Everything football, netball and basketball across the Limestone Coast. Welcome to another app of the Livestock Coast Sports Shorts. It's all thanks to the team at Barry Maney Hyundai. Call in and see Jasmine or Nathan for a test drive today. Now, on the weekend, the Pioneers had a huge road trip. And on Saturday, the 141 Pioneers, 77, defeated the Waverley Falcons, 71. The Kaztec Rural Supplies Pioneers, 83, defeated the Waverley Falcons, 78. And on Sunday, the 141 Pioneers, 92, defeated Eltham Wildcats, 70. And the Kaztec Rural Supplies Pioneers, 88, they lost to the Eltham Wildcats, 95. This Friday, 141 Mount Gambier Pioneers are at home at Wollanda at the Recreation and Convention Centre, taking on Geelong United. And then on Saturday, the Kaztec Rural Supplies Pioneers are back on the road, taking on the Frankston Blues to talk all about it. Tom Kosh, he is the president of the Pioneers. He joins me for a chat. Tom, g'day. Good morning, Ewan. Hey, Tom, how did the Pioneers end up on the weekend in the last of the minor rounds for the basketball? Yeah, look, it was a successful weekend for both teams, um, securing uh, a top four finish for both. But um, uh, our 141 Pioneers will uh, host a home final um, on Friday night, and and our men will be in the road on the road on Saturday night for our first finals this weekend. Tom, do we know whether the uh, the boys are going to get a home final, and do we know when that might be as yet? Yeah, they will. Um, uh, they'll play obviously in Frankston on Saturday night, but just depending on results, uh, if they do win, they will um, advance to the prelim final, um, which will be in a fortnight's time. Um, if if they're unsuccessful, they'll be back at home the next week. Now, Tom, talking the girls, the girls have done really, really well, and um, with a home final this weekend at Woolunder, the Recreation and Convention Centre. I mean, how good is that going to be? Yeah, it's going to be huge. Um, uh, wasn't uh, wasn't too long ago the the women's team uh, wasn't uh, was in its in its early days, and to be able to host a home final, um, a qualifying final, uh, in, is is huge for our basketball club. We're we're hopeful that we can get a uh, a sold out crowd at uh, at Wollanda to be able to come and support the team. Um, it's going to be a massive night for for our basketball club and and our community, and we. We're really excited for for both our women and men's team, but um, we can take one week at a time and and uh, and make sure that uh, we can uh, we can do our very best to be there at the end. Tom, how huge is it for you guys to finish top four? It's massive. Look, um, uh, two two years in a row, our women and men's teams have both finished in the top four. Um, the competition that we play in and and the 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 workload that goes into to getting there over across 22 uh, regular season games is massive um uh, on the on the back of the last two weekends our teams have traveled to tasmania and and uh, and melbourne to close out the season and and across our across our season both our women's and men's teams have been been outstanding on the court so um, we're hoping that uh, they can continue their good form, but they definitely deserve um, uh, by, by the top, top, uh, the top four finish, and also the right to home, uh, home final. So it's uh, it's a huge achievement by both teams. Hey Tom, how can we get tickets to Friday to see the girls in action? Tickets will be available online through Intix uh, at the Pioneers website from 6 p.m. Uh, this evening. Um, uh, so get online, make sure that you can get your tickets. If you're a, a sponsor or member, you'll have first rider refusal on your tickets. Um, 
the club will be in contact and uh, and we need to make sure that we get as many there to support us to uh, to secure a home prelim uh, in a fortnight's time. Absolutely sensational, Tom. Congratulations on top four for the guys and the girls in the Pioneers. Cannot wait for Friday night. Have a cracker of a day. Thanks, Ewan. Talking to Richard Hill. He is the coach of the Castec Rural Supplies Pioneers. Hilly, good morning. Hey, mate. How you doing? Yeah, good, mate. You guys had a uh, a very tough road trip. How did it go? Well, we would have liked to have gone better, but it could have been worse. It's one of those <laughs> things, you know. Like we, we, I was pretty happy with the way the guys played. Um, you know, we played really well on uh, on Saturday night against uh, Waverley. Uh, tremendous game, like seesaw game, really, really tough. And we we got away to uh, we got out to about eleven point lead, and then we we played a horrible last minute that uh, made the scoreline look close, but it was sort of a ten point was sort of around about a ten point win, really. Um, then backed up. Um, yesterday against a, an outstanding Eltham side, who crazily, uh, you know, they were they were top they were top early on the year when they had the whole team uh, and they're back to full strength. So um, we come out of the gates. We we got out of a good twelve point lead early, um, which was fool's gold. They they fought back. They got it out to fourteen points, and then we got it back to I think five with a couple. But but they were they were just a little bit too good for us, Ewan. Hilly. Um, we uh, we talked at the start of the year about the fact that the the team that you have been working with this year are, are, are relatively new. Uh, did you ever think that you guys would make it to finals in the first place? Um, well, I think if you know me, mate, like my expectations are always very <laughs> high. Um, you know what? We had that patch in the middle where we lost five games. We were without players, without you know. So it's been a season like that. Most of the t- the teams have there's reflected to who they've had on the floor. Um, you know, so we've we've had a pretty good season so far, and look, we're capable of beating anyone on our on our um, on our night or day or whatever you want to call it. But we're we're very young. We're very young. This is sort of a work in progress team. Um, so we we're a little bit up and down. We go up and down from from game to game, from quarter to quarter, sometimes from from uh, minute to minute. Like we're a bit all over the place, but when our best is very good. So to to answer your question, I was very hopeful and. Um, you know, like we're now with a with a double chance, so we're really pleased about that. Now, Healy, over the weekend, did you come away with any injuries? Um, well, Julian Pasava has only played the one game in the last five with with some chronic knee issues, so he didn't even travel with the team. Um, outside of that, no, Titus Robinson's playing with a with a MCL. He's like he's he's given his MCL a, 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 a sorry PCL a, a PCL a tear. Um, three weeks ago so he's playing with that he's as tough as old boots um so he's not at his best but like he's like yeah he was tremendous on saturday night and then struggled to back up yesterday but no we're we're sort of you know like we're we're at the the no excuses sort of situation you know like i'm sure i'm sure other teams have some issues that they're dealing with so no nothing that's you know like we'd love to have julian back but i don't think that's going to happen all right, Healy, this weekend, Saturday, you guys are back on the road uh, taking on Frankston Blues. How's it going to go? Uh, look, they're tough. They're, they're a very, very good team. Uh, they're loaded with uh, with high-level players. Uh, Frankston's been a good hunting ground for us. Like We beat them early on in the year. First round of the year, we, we beat them there. Um, year before, we had our, probably our best performance. So we, we uh, the, the guys like playing there. Um, so, you know, like our best will be good enough, but like it'll need to be that. Um, so uh, yeah, we'll we'll prepare well. Um, you know, we we uh, 
we, we can win that. We jump straight into the prelim, and that'll be at home. So that would be uh, that would be sensational if we could do that. Hey, Healy, good luck on the weekend. We'll catch up next week. Thanks for joining us as always, mate. Yeah, yeah, quickly, mate. We had uh, so many, so many Mount Gambier people at the games over there on the weekend. So if any of those people are listening, like we just really love their support. Like travel all the way to Melbourne to watch watch their teams play, just tremendous. So, uh, so uh, yeah, um, get on board this weekend. Healy from the Pioneers talking basketball, Tom Kosh as well, and uh, tickets for the girls' home game, the 141 Pioneers, this weekend, Friday night, at home, at Willanda, at the Recreation Convention Centre, taking on Geelong United. Tickets on sale from tonight. It's time to talk footy, and Mid-South-East, first of all, let's catch up with the President, Peter Mitchell. G'day. Good morning, Ewan. Good morning, listeners. Peter, cracking games of footy over the course of the weekend. Uh, tell me all about what went on. Yeah, it certainly was. Um, four very interesting games and a couple of surprise results, but uh, um, nevertheless, uh, uh, a good round of footy for uh, the Bits Out East of the Footy League. Um, started off, I've got uh, Haverley playing Congrong. Haverley had a convincing win here, 18 21 28, defeated Congrong 2 12 22. Um, for Haverley, Patrick Shea kicked five, and Congrong was just a couple of uh, single goal kickers. And in the best for Haverley was Brad White. And for Congrong's Will Von Stanky. In the next game, uh, Clangadoo defeated Mount Burr 21 137 uh, to 12-8-80. In the goals, Clangadoo, for Clangadoo, Dylan Bromley and Ben Gregory each kicked four. And for Mount Burr, Jack Gregory kicked five. And the best for Clangadoo was Tom Shoemaker. And the best for Mount Burr was Sam Wallace. The next game was a very close game. Uh, Tant defeated Nangwari, Tant 12-15-87, defeated Nangwari 8-8-56. And in the goals, Tant, uh, Cam Saint, he kicked four. And for Nangwari, Andrew Holland's had a good year, and he's kicked another four as well. Best for Tant was Cam Saint, and for Nangwari, Jack Pudney. And the last game was uh, the top of the ladder clash with Port Mac and uh, Robe. Port McGowan too strong, 16-11-107, defeated Robe, 8-12-60. In the goals, Port Mac had uh, Kevin Thompson back from overseas, kick three, and the totes for Robe, Nathan Brown, kick three. Best for Port McGowan was Christian Howlett, and for Robe, Jesse Robertson. Uh, and so, yeah, exciting uh, round, and uh, we're looking forward to another uh, great round of footy this week. Now, Peter, who is our Player of the Week this week? Tom Schumacher from uh, Clangadoo, he's the uh, player of the round. So, uh, again, he had a really good game against uh, Mount Burr, so selected him as the uh, player of the round. And, Peter, looking ahead at the round of matches for this week, what do you reckon the uh, the match of the round is going to be? Uh, look, there's probably a couple that I can think of, um, but uh, Clanco and, and Congrong, two down near the bottom, uh, should be a very good, interesting clash between those two. And uh, we've also got, uh, looking here, we've also got Haverley and Robe will be an interesting clash because uh, Haverley's sort of sitting in fourth and Robe is sitting now in second, lost a couple. Haverley is starting to play some really good footy. So I reckon that'll be a really, really interesting game. Um, and Port Mac and Mount Burr will be another interesting game. But Mount Burr need to win to stay in touch with the top four and Port Mac are going along pretty nicely in top spot. So... That'll be an interesting clash. And down to the bay, uh, that would be probably favourite for the for the bay side themselves. And the last game uh, is Clangadoo and Nangwari. Uh, ten and all have the bye. So there's, there's going to be some really interesting games of footy coming up. 
Hey, Peter, we'll catch up next week. We'll talk more footy around the Limestone Coast. Thanks for being part of the podcast this morning. No worries. Thanks, Ewan. Thanks, listeners. Now, taking a look at Mid-Southeast Netball, Round 12, A-grade, Congerong 35, lost to Hatherley 63, Robe 51, defeated Port McDonald 49, Mount Burr 34, lost to Kalangadoo 61, and Nangwari 21, lost to Tantanula 73. Livestone Coasters, we are talking footy. It's the Livestone Coast Sports Shorts podcast. Michael Summers is the president of the Western Border League. He joins me on the line. Michael, good morning. Morning, Ewan. How are you today? Fantastic. They make cracker games of footy on the weekend. Yeah, very good conditions too. Nice sunny weather and, um, yeah, uh, very good um, very good um, day out of the football on Saturday, that's for sure. Take us through uh, what took place over the course of the weekend. Yeah, well, Cass and Sanford visited Mulseed Park on Saturday and, um, yeah, even though the conditions above the sky were very sunny and uh, no 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 rain, the um, Mulseed Park was a bit chopped up and uh, very muddy conditions. Um at Mulseed Park. So it was seven goals, 10, 52 to one goal, two, eight, Casson Sanford. So 44 point victory there to West Gambia in um, yeah, very trying conditions. Casson Sanford sort of hanging around that fourth fourth spot at the moment. Um, yeah, need to uh, need to keep finding some wins to, to cement their place there in that fourth spot. So, but very good effort to West Gambia. And that keeps them in touch there on top spot with uh, Millicent over on over that game. And then uh, out at South uh, um, Gammy this week, Below Sports Park, they hosted North um, in what was a, a very good game of football. Um, yeah, very good conditions. South ground was actually not too bad. Um, so it was nine goals, 12, 66 to six goals, 8, 44. Uh, so 22 point victory there to South Gammy, which was uh, quite surprising. But their young kids um, certainly ran and moved the ball a lot, a lot better than North Gammy. So North Gammy have to go back to the drawing board there after this week to um, to try and find something to keep that um, third spot cemented for them. But, yeah, I would expect North Gambia pretty disappointed with that um, display on Saturday. So mm. East Gambia then um, had a home game this week at McDonald Park and they uh, they had the reigning premiers in Millicent, which is always going to be a tough job. But, um, yeah, the young kids and few senior heads there at um, the East Gambia kept, uh, kept Millicent pretty well good. It was only 27-point loss in the end, so that's a very good effort from um, East Gambia. So 13 goals, 12-90 to 9 goals, 9-63. So very, very good effort and um, so something to take uh, back to the drawing border with uh, Keith and Jake there at uh, East Gambia. These young kids are still still fighting every week and it's, it's great to see. So, yeah. Moving a bit closer to the finals, we've only got probably four or five weeks to go and it's getting a bit tight there. So on top of that is Nielsen just by percentage at the moment at West and then North uh, 24 points. So they're, they're a couple of games behind West. So um, can't see them getting to the second spot. But the interesting one is Cassidy and South. They're only one one game away from each other. So that fourth spot is going to be interesting in the next few weeks. Um, Cassidy and South actually play each other twice before the end of the season. So that'll be... That'd be great to see um, to see a, a real tight battle at the end of the year. So. Absolutely, it will. And Michael, I've got to ask the question: uh, Player of the week this week, who's it going to be? Player of the week this week, and I was at this game. Um, is Ethan Chuck number thirty six? He was uh, everywhere on Saturday. Um, yeah, he was a very good player for South Gam. He really led the way, kicking two goals and um, in the midfield there. And yeah, really, uh, really good young kid. So yeah, Ethan Chuck is our player of the week this week. You. And Michael, looking ahead to this weekend's round of matches, uh, what do you reckon the game of the round is going to be? Well, the game of the round this week would have to be um, Millicent and South Gambia. Um, I know South Gambia are pretty happy with them with uh, with a good victory, and everyone played their role on Saturday. 
uh, at Blue Lake Sports Park, but they are going down to McLaughlin Park and, and Millicent, um, yeah, uh, better watch out because South Gambia are definitely coming. So that, that that's my match of the round this week, Ewan. Michael, it is always good to catch up and talk footy. We're going to talk next week. You have a great weekend. Thank you, mate. Western Border Netball, A-grade result. South Gambia 38, lost to North Gambia 60. West Gambia 80, defeated Caston and Sanford 40. And East Gambia 43, lost to Millicent 52. Time to talk KNT footy. Peter McClellan joins us on the line. Peter, g'day. G'day, mate. Beautiful day. <laughs> Talking footy on the weekend. Boy, there were some ripper games. There was. We've got Kyvie got on the board with a big win over last year's Premier's Lucendale, struggling with injuries like some of the lower teams. Padua's new recruit, Dan Mendel, kicked six goals, but wasn't quite good enough to get him over. Keith, who had a good win. Mandala flexed their muscles and gives Border Town a, uh, a big loss. Narricourt kicked just a little bit straighter than Panola, and they won. Then the matches around was Kingston and Borders. Kingston kicked straighter and got up by three points. So uh, that was a cracker. So that's Borders' second loss for the year. And only 10 speaking them, it's been Kingston. Now, Pete, talking player of the week, who's it going to be this week? Young Jack Harding at uh, Kingston there made a big difference. Two goals to get into the best players. He's the man from Kingston. And looking ahead to this week's round of matches, mate, what is going to be the, the match of the round? Ooh. Keith Mandala at Keith will be an absolute cracker. And Kingston Narrick are two, the top four teams playing each other. So uh, they're all trying to stay. I think the top five set there, but it's just tense if you finish first, second, third, fourth or fifth, whether you get a, a week off, a double chance, or if you lose that first game on the Sunday, the season's gone. So people are trying to get into the, as high a position as possible. Hey, Pete, we're going to catch up to more footy next week. Thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you. Goodbye, listeners. Now, when it comes to the KNTFL footy, Lucendale, first of all, 42, lost to Kobe Bylight, 128. Padthaway, 72, lost to Keith, 110. Bordertown, 33, lost to Mandala, 111. Narracourt, 91, defeated Panola, 82. And Kingston, 89, defeated Border Districts, 86. And taking a look at the KNT Netball Rad 11 results as well. In the A grade, Lucendale, 55, defeated Kobe Bylight, 40. 43. Bordertown 33 defeated Mandela 32. Panola 61 defeated Narracourt 33. Border Districts 67 defeated Kingston 40. And taking a look finally at the Mancambia Netball Association, round 14 results for the netball as well. Saints 61 defeated Zodiacs 19. Vickies 27 lost to Intruders 78. And Hobbits 54 defeated Amazons 28. It's the Livestone Coast Sports Shorts podcast. It's all thanks to the team at Barry Maney Hyundai, call in and see Jasmine or Nathan for a test drive today.